Good morning, Houston, and welcome to the ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 Occasional Invitational Golf Tournament. Live at Wildcat Golf Club. This three-man scramble is made up of an African-American, an Italian, and a schnitzel. Schnitzel. From the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Dell with John and Lance. (laughs) An African-American, an Italian, and a schnitzel. Okay? That's what Spencer just said about you. Diversity. Okay, that's why. This is the most diverse show in the, in the world. Well, it's not very difficult considering radio overall. Well, I'm tired of that what? narrative. What? What? That the radio is not diverse in Houston. Yeah. All right. So sports radio. Start listen, you. Stop rubbing your skin. Okay. Stop Me doing and that. Del. All right, go and ahead. You. Why do you think that narrative is Okay, the box. You're talking about sports radio. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very diverse. Is okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You go on, Irishman. Me, and Michael you Connor, Michael Connor, Irishman. Mm-hmm. Tree beard. <coughs> tree is his, beard is his uh, co-host. Uh, he's a tree beard. Mm-hmm. We're live at Wildcat Golf Club this morning here on ESPN ninety seven. <laughs> That's where you stop for yeah. our occasional <laughs> invitational, it, and it is awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey guys, what's going on? It is uh, going to be a great day out here. We're, we got the. Uh, I think we're playing the lakes. And we will uh, have a uh, scramble out here. Maybe, just maybe, you can get come on out here and still get in the tournament. Uh, I know that uh, we know that Billy Brown gave his away, right? Yes. Um, and and so we got those pe- people that are going to come out. It is going to be a fun day out here. We'll be here all day, broadcasting live all day long right here at Wildcat Golf Club. If you're just in the neighborhood, you can come and have lunch. I'm telling you, this Monty and the people here do a great job, a great job with the food here. The menu is great. The food is really, really good here. And so if you're looking for a place, if you're down here in the Pearland area and you're looking for some place to just have lunch, you can come here and do that as well. Uh, but if you golf and you haven't played here lately, the course is great, just great. So we are thrilled to be here today. We're going to be here all day long. <clears throat> Not much going on in the uh, sports world last night other than Draymond Green. With yet another, boy, this dude is just, I mean, I know he was the talk of uh, all the shows before before us here, and maybe you, you, you've had your fill of Draymond talk this morning, but he is just. Well, you're probably just getting in the car. Well, or of, that. Yeah. Or that, and you hadn't heard. He pretty much just punched Nurkic in the face. Yeah, he's going to, they're going to have to, like, I don't even know if he really wants to even play um, basketball. His reactions, his responses, his actions in general, they're of someone who, like, there's no, not only is, is he not trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to physically, he's trying, he, he's just out of control. And Adam Silver, at this point, this needs to be like a 20 game. A, so he's already had a, a five game. Suspension. game. Yeah. He's already had a five game. And this, this year. he clearly turns, as somebody just crowded him on the baseline, he shows no reaction when he leaves. He's just trying to. He wants. Yeah. This is what he wants. And I don't know if. I mean, is he Rodman? He needs vacations I, yeah, in the I, middle. I, of I, yeah, I think he's got some issues that yeah. need to be addressed. I think he's got anger issues. I think there's something that needs to be addressed. I'm not even joking. I think that he needs to see somebody because this is turning into Rodman type stuff where he can't get out of his own way. He just he does things unnecessarily to provoke. And you've already heard Steve. I mean, Steve Kerr's over it. His teammates are over it. They've already. Given dropped enough hints publicly, they've said what they need to say. At some point, you're going to have to. I mean, he's been ejected three times already yeah. in the year. This is and, a third and, and two for physical, for physical. And they've assaults. only played 23 games, and he's missed five of them already for physical assaults. And so, really, and, and then he always does this thing where he acts like it's a natural motion. The NBA needs to step in, you know, suspend him for 20 games. And then move forward with it because, and, and they'd be doing. Frankly, they'd be doing the Warriors a favor. I think this is a byproduct of him on a team that's not competing. Not that I'm excusing it, but what? Kept, I don't know if this is new or he. What kept him in check was the thoughts of winning big because he wanted to be a part of a winner. They're ten and thirteen. They're not a very good basketball team. And you know who who was it? A uh, Rudy talk, Rudy Gobert talked about when when Steph's not around, he doesn't want to play. Right. Uh, maybe the fact that they're not a good basketball team has led led yeah. led him to not really wanting to play and r- would rather do things to get get off the court because. How does do you, he, does how, he want to play, or is he just 
just seething with anger all the time. I think he the, the thoughts of winning big maybe controlled some of that, but now that this is a bad basketball team who who's not maybe not on their last legs but needs a reboot and I don't know how they're going to do it, maybe he's acting out because they're not playing for anything it looks like this year. I can't believe we used to have conversations about. I mean, it's we're twenty three games in. Yeah, but not, yeah, but you know they're not. They're not. But, good. but well, Clay is going to play better. You know, I mean, you, what are you giving up already? I mean, I don't think they're, they're a serious contender for the title. Yeah, yeah that's right. what I mean. Yeah. Maybe they'll make. And the, for Draymond, I mean, yeah. if you play for the Warriors, then that means you're just playing yeah. out the season. And I, I, I don't you think that? Can you believe we had conversations? And at the time, it felt like legitimate conversations. About would you rather have Draymond or Dylan Brooks if you had to choose one of them? This is before Dylan was even, you know, necessarily on the the. I don't know if he was on the radar of the Rockets, but was, they were they were both free agents. Would you rather have Dylan or or I don't know if Draymond was a free agent, but would you rather have he Draymond or Dylan Brooks? Yeah, as a trade as a trade bait. And I remember, you know, the talk was, you know, maybe Draymond because. He's been on a winner. He can help you win. What a disaster that would have been. Yeah. This is He's going to be the same guy. I pretty much think, well, for the Rockets, he would have been the same guy. Maybe for like a team like the Lakers, I don't know how many teams you can get. The, the Nuggets, I don't know how many teams you can oh, get to. Oh, they, they want that? No, no, no. No. But I'm just saying and maybe, the Lakers are, uh, maybe you could get him to act right, but I don't think so. I think he's crossed. They got Russ. Yeah, no, he's cr- I mean, well, I'm just oh, no, saying no, from Russ is with the, with yeah, the I'm just saying from LeBron. They, they've been a, they've been and, and all the old players. I mean, no, 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 that may be what he needs is to have. I, I don't. Well, basically, uh, to me, I would never touch him. He's getting into the Rodman yeah. status where at one point in Rodman's career, you just couldn't like it was just not worth it. Yeah, and and Draymond Green is just not worth that anymore. I mean, he's got issues that need to be addressed. He turns and flails his right arm and hits Nurkic across the side of the head with his forearm, and he's not even like it was an intentional act that he tried to 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 play off as some kind of just emotion of basketball that he was just moving, and somehow Nurkic was there. It's just it's such a joke. Yeah, and you were right; he was a free agent this offseason, but he was always going to okay? sign. He was always going to sign back to Warriors, and his goal, you know, the. Their goal is to keep those three together to the end, and they had like a night because their numbers came up as a as a date in the calendar. It was um, it was eleven twenty three thirty or whatever it was uh, to honor all, all their the three of those guys. No, eleven thirty twenty three. Excuse me. So the goal was to keep them there, and of course, the talk of building a statue of them there. But they've got to be like, what are we doing? This is a guy who's supposed to be the stalwart, the defensive captain, all the things he's lauded for. We can't, we can't predict whether he's going to be on the court because of not wanting to play basketball. Well, I don't know how you explain that, it other than, like you was, said, an anger issue. Not, now, listen, you asked the question, would you rather, I'd rather, much rather have Dylan Brooks. There's yes. no question about that. Well, it's easy. Yeah. That's now, an easy call now. That said, you're talking about a Hall of Famer in Draymond, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. He's going to the Hall of Famer. He's Hall of Famer. Is he? Yes. Yeah. The How titles and the, what he's done. Hasn't he won Defensive Player want, of the Year a couple of times? Yeah. I don't want him in. Yeah. You don't well, want you him don't, in? You don't uh, want him in I'm your gonna Hall do, of Fame? I'm going to go John McClain, but opposite. Because John McClain helped get people into the NFL Hall of Fame. You want to keep I'm him going up? the other way. I'm like, this guy's a punk. He's a jerk. He's a loser. He's hit people in the face. Well, that's, John he McClain was, did that too, though. He was able he kept to. people out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. If I ever get on the basketball committee to elect Hall of Fame, and I'm on the Joe Moore Award committee. How do you plan on getting on the basketball Hall of Fame committee? I just have to angle for it. I'm going to have to angle for it. I'm going to have to meet different people, sow some seeds. Hey, you know what would be great is if I could do basketball Hall of Fame votes. And they'll say, uh, I mean, I'll see if we have a spot. and I'll just, I'll just push. I'll see if I can get somebody to make a call for me to get on. And when I get in there, Trojan horse. I'm going to try to keep Draymond out. Uh, <laughs> uh, you keep Draymond out. I will keep, you know, I'm hoping that Dylan Brooks doesn't turn into this because he's, got, he's got tendencies. Like it, well, hey, He no. was like this last year. Yeah, no, he's got latent tendencies yes. that you hope stay in the background. Right, right. There's no question. His are less. They just don't look he's, as goofy. They're he has more a straightforward. He has a recessive, he has a recessive gene. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He has the recessive Draymond gene. Yes. Uh, the other story, I guess nationally, how about that the uh, Giants pick up the Korean MVP? Uh, Jung-Hoo Lee is going to the San Francisco Giants, a six-year contract. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what they 
I don't know what they're going to have to pay uh, for a guy. And do they have to pay the league? Do they have to pay his team over there in Korea? This is something that's becoming a tr- very trendy. Everybody's looking for the next Shohei, right? Yeah. Yeah, everybody's looking for, for that guy that's going to be that guy. Um, and and it looks like this guy, you know, San Francisco, I, I, you know, being on the West Coast is going to uh, West Coast is going to be a huge advantage to sign Asian players, right? I mean, we've got the biggest advantage with the the Latin American players. Well, it always has been though, because of the Asian community. Yeah, it's always closer. Just, yeah, it's just a huge Seattle. It's, it's a huge advantage. Yeah, the yeah. Giants, the West Coast, the, the Dodgers, the Angels are out. I know that they they had Shohei. They, they, well, they could still sign new guys. Yeah, right? Angels. If you look at, I went and looked at the history. But who of wants Japanese to go signs. sign there? When when Shohei was there for all that time and didn't get to, to the playoffs. Well, yeah, but I mean, you also have fan base still, and you like, it's still quality of life, things like that. It's it's known as a big advantage ah, where Asian Angels. players want to. Well, no, no, but they're but they're but, the, but the players are said to be comfortable where there's a, a heavier. Now it's not all. It's not a huge Japanese population. In the for Japanese players in this country, it's not as big. You know, you use the phrase Asian, the right. Asian market, because the Japanese market. I, was, I read a whole article on this that talked about. You know, it's not like a predominant market, uh, but Asian. But there is a the Asian market does flock to other Asian players, and so uh, the West Coast has a huge advantage. Uh, especially California and the Bay Area. Yeah, I mean, Los Angeles and the San Bay Francisco, Area. San Francisco, sixth largest Asian population, um, ninety thousand mm-hmm. residents. So it makes some some sense for Jung Huli to go there. Is, is L.A. second or first to uh, New York? I don't know the rank because I just looked up San Francisco yeah. Korean community and it came up. I'm not sure. We're actually was. fairly. We're actually yeah. fairly high. Oh no, we're actually fairly high, but we just don't yeah, have that we, in. Well, we got one, but our owner's one of the poorest, so he's not going to do stuff like that. Right? Exactly. Oh, he ain't paying no Asian player to come with that six years. I kind of, I, I don't. Eighty million. This isn't going to be popular, but I kind of. Are you done with Jim Crane? No, no, no. I kind of feel bad for Jim Crane in you, a way. You feel but, bad? Nah, that's not the right phrase for it. I, I think it's unfortunate the way this is going to end up going for Jim Crane, because I already see it headed in this direction. People are turning on him? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it started happening, well, just because we all gave him the benefit, not because it made financial sense, but now you know what the playing field is. You're going to have to pick and choose some, some times where you jump out there and, and do something that is maybe a little uncomfortable. That's just how the game – and if you don't do that, then people are just going to say, you raise prices every year, tickets went up. It's because they were winning. And then you didn't hang on to the teams. Like, I already know how this is going to go for him, and I don't think it's going to go very well. Oh, no. When they start losing and he's not spending over the oh, cap. He's, and he's getting everything. He's going to catch yeah. it. He's already catching it. You're right. He's already catching and he's, it. And they're and, winning. And, and, the seven straight ALCS yes. and he's starting to catch <laughs> and he's still, it. But it's because you can't just lose all the beloved. Everybody with a name on a jersey, it's gone. when they're gone. Yeah, Altu- I mean, except Altuve. Yeah, except Altuve. And Verlander. Yeah, except, and Tucker, but we're already counting Tucker gone. Yeah, he's going to be. All those I mean, it's. When you're counting one of your players gone what are they two years all those out, crowns? I don't know. You know, King. Yeah, King Chaz. No, no, no it's Fat Chaz. No, Fat. Yeah. No, no, it's They're Gator be Chomps. Fat suit. No, it's Gator Chomps. Okay, <laughs> the first twenty thousand fans get a fat suit. No, King fat, Jake. Fat. What about King Jake? Why are we superimposing? <laughs> why are we superimposing yeah. ch- on Star Wars night? Superimposing Chaz's face on Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Terrible. We're going to break it here. We're live at Wildcat Golf Club. We got a story. Okay. you. I don't know if you've seen this, but you got to stick around because I know that you are going to love this story, Lance. You, all right. of all people, are you're going to be the happiest about this one. Okay. And right now, though, we're talking about Doc Linville. If you're looking does it involve for, Jessica Alba? It does not involve Jessica Alba, I don't think. Anyway, um, so here's the deal is I'm playing golf today with uh, Doc Linville. He's coming out here. And we're going to play together, and it is going to be. I'm I am indebted to Doc Linville, and if you are somebody that is hair, if you have uh, if you have a problem with your hair, and I had a problem with my hair. It was mangy. It was awful. It was I, I hated taking my hat off because it was like, oh, that's nice. You got all those holes up there in the top of your head, and and Doc Linville fixed that for me. And it just is so much better to have hair. Nothing against you bald people out there. Nothing. I'm one of you. But you know what? Right now I'm just better because I've got hair. I'm not saying I'm better than you, 
but I'm just saying I have better hair than you do if you're bald, okay? So here's the deal is you can be better too, and Doc Linville does this every single day. And he's got a great deal for you right now. He is giving you 50% off each neograft, and that could be a savings of about $1,000 because you've got a bunch of neografts that you're going to put at the top of your head and make you look great. You want hair? You can get hair. 975hair.com. ESPN 975.com. We keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it! We're back in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Occasional Invitational Golf Tournament, live, live at Wildcat Golf Club. Here is your radio twosome, John and Lance. All right, welcome back. Live at Wildcat Golf Club for our Occasional Invitational. St. Arnold, thank you. Big sponsor here. Cypress Trail Hideout featuring Papa Charlie's Barbecue. We're going to have that. So we'll be eating barbecue Around 10 o'clock this morning, which is perfect, Lance, right? I mean, yeah. everybody that thinks you can't have a great lunch I can tell you at every, 10 o'clock. I can tell you every place that's open at 10 o'clock, yeah. every restaurant that's open at 10 o'clock, Pete's Fine Meats is open. For You can get whatever you want yep. over there. The Roostar Vietnamese is open. The uh, uh, t- uh, starts with a T. Tootsies? No, no, no. The, uh, the, the, go the, Mex- a, the Mexican go place. No, the Mexican place. The, the Mexican place. That's right over there on the corner, Rich and Chimney Rock. Well, how about That's Valencia's open? Tex-Mex Garage? Abdallah's. Are they open at 10? No one knows. But here's the well, deal. They were. They, well, you, they need to let us know. Right. They need to let us know. But they're going to be giving us dinner tonight, which is going to be So we got awesome. Papa Charlie's, who I love. Love Wes and those guys. Uh, so we got Papa Charlie's at for lunch, but lunch is a it's legitimate 10 o'clock. Time. 10 We're o'clock, teeing off at 10.30. Which is the new lunch. Yeah. And then uh, and then Valencia's Tex-Mex at dinner. Yeah. Wow. So, so let me ask you guys a question, both of you. Have you retweeted? Retweeted to vote to, for your Pro Bowl vote? No. No, I have not done that. Okay, so you, you, you haven't seen this? At, at Sting Jr., Derek Stingley's account. Okay. Hashtag Pro Bowl vote. At Sting Jr. Blessing hands. Every retweet counts as a vote. Vote. Tweet. Vote 24. Tweet to vote. Hashtag Pro Bowl vote. Derek Stingley Jr. Hashtag Pro Bowl vote. At Sting Jr. Okay. He's got 2.1 thousand retweets. 2,100. 2,100. Okay. And, And. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I. Don't you. Should you play in half your team's games? Well, are you having, are you holding a different standard of what is expected for you to vote for your entire baseball team? Vote all these Rockets. Vote all Z, these Astros. Yeah, but Why he's doing it himself. That? It's not the team doing it. Sting- well, it's whoever runs his account is, yeah. Yeah. That's well, all right. He's got four interceptions. How do you, uh, it's you more than sauce. You don't know if he's running his. Well, I don't care. He's, why would he not want to make it? Didn't he just play sauce? How did how'd that work out for him? No, he didn't cover Sauce. And sauce no, didn't did he cover play, him. you know, Sauce. What, that has, what does he have to do with the wide receivers not getting open? What does he have How to, many catches did, did Stingley allow? I think it was zero. I don't remember him giving up a catch. Uh, you might be right. There's yeah. Nothing, yeah, except he, I don't, was he on Garrett Wilson at all? Because, no, he wasn't on well, any they play of the a lot catches. Of, they play a lot of zone for some reason, which, by the way, is not his choice either. Yeah, so, well. I don't have a problem with them. You don't have that. a problem with but him. No. They he tell us to vote. He's doing it. That's okay. Well, once again, it's. I mean, whoever crafted that is probably not. It's probably not him. Uh, it's well, you, probably we don't somebody know who has access. It might be him putting it. You know. Nah, I'm sure he has his own. I'm sure he. It's probably somebody has access to his account to his publicist who tweets that stuff out, crafts it for him, and sends it. That's how most of that stuff works. But I don't have a problem with him asking for, oh, for that. I, we do it for baseball and basketball. What's the big deal? The teams do it. The teams yeah, do it for baseball and that's basketball. that's true, but I don't follow the players, so I don't know if they if I don't they know. I, I just feel too. like leave it to the team. You're wor- I mean, played you played six, six, six games. 13 total games. Well, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. He has six. Had he played the whole season, he'd already have like oh, well, 10 okay. interceptions. There, there you have it. There, you're, you're, you just ended it. Had he played yeah. the whole season. That's you don't have to say anything after that because well, the answer is no. I'm he not, doesn't play whole season. It's seasons. bad luck. It's, it's bad luck? Yeah. Or it seems to be trending. He doesn't play. No, it's trending and he's playing. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. the trend. The current trend is he plays. Uh. 
It, I don't know. I just what if he makes dude. money for making Pro Bowl? You want to? T- are you trying to take money out of his pocket? He no, could I'm have sure, a contract sure, bonus. He might have a contract yeah. bonus. So why not try to get votes from Texans fans? He's been good when he's played. He has been good when he's played. Yeah, but again, it's six games. It's six games that he's played. I don't know. I just kind of feel That's like kind of the play, standard. Dude. Isn't that kind of the standard now? You gotta rest. <laughs> it's not he's, rest. He's load managing. Well, when the tech, the Texans lead the league in hamstring injuries, we already saw Juice Scruggs stayed out for missed like ten games or eleven games because of a hamstring. Well, more than that, hamstring now, injury. Now, I consider Dare. I think Stingley made it back early. Now, uh, Dalton Schultz, how long will he be? He's got to come back soon, right? Oh, man. I don't want him to come back this week because C.J. won't be there. I don't think C.J. is going to be there. And if he's not there, oh, well, just save yourself till C.J. comes back. See, I got to, like, honestly, um, I really do think that the, the Texans need to be involved with getting Dalton Schultz for another. I, I talked to somebody else on another team about Dalton Schultz. And his whole thing goes, hey, you can find another guy like Schultz. I'm like, I don't know. Dalton Schultz was a really good target for, for uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, but Prescott. look at Jake Ferguson now. Yeah, no, that's true. But he was a really good one for Dak Prescott. Well, we don't, well, maybe that's true. But I just know that they did draft Jake Ferguson. I, I mean, if you got Dalton Schultz, you, you're on a rookie contract. You give him a three-year deal where two or you know, you know he's going to play two. Well, it ain't like the Texans ain't put something into the tight end now. <laughs> no, they drafted Brevin Jordan. They and Katoriano. drafted Katoriano, who's more of a blocker. They drafted the meathead from uh, uh, Kahali Warren. They drafted him. He was a flame out. I mean, you're right. They have – they understand, especially in this offense, it's very important. Having two tight ends is very important. Katoriano's always hurt. Um, it's very important, but uh, maybe the Texans will – you know, maybe Greg, uh, George Kittle was not an early pick over at San Francisco. Maybe they'll say you can find tight ends you just like you can find running backs and guards. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the deal. Is what is, where, where is he going to go and who's going to pay him big dollars? I mean, if he's not going to cost too much money, yes, absolutely. Like I've already seen a Ty Warren from Penn State's really good, uh, but you'd have to get him probably. Brock Bowers. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, Brock's going to be good. I mean, I don't think you would draft Brock Bowers. It'd be interesting. To have a weapon like Brock Bowers in if the Brock Texans Bowers offense? is there when you pick? Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe you would. Because you're probably not drafting an offensive lineman. What better player? I mean, what, you're drafting is there a, a wide catcher. receiver that's going to be better? Brock Bowers is, is, yeah, he's the pass catcher. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yes. People who say wide receiver, once you have a really good pass catching tight end, it's the same position, basically. Yeah. Unless you're looking for somebody to stretch the field to help. Now, if Malik Neighbors falls... Then yeah, that may, may be a maybe, conversation. Maybe because Harrison's going to. But be there's gone. always more receivers than there are tight ends. Yes, yes. So if you have but an elite still, tight end, yeah, you could find you could find. I mean, how many of the wide receivers out there have been not not top picks? You find guys like that. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, you're just looking for speed. And if we're worried about draft position, currently the Browns, which would be the Texans pick, are slated to pick 24th. So I don't what know. Would they I don't have, even, if Rob, Jacksonville beaten them, where would they be? One loss less. Uh, they'd be in that twenty to twenty-two range. They still would be that much. Yeah. Okay. You need. To, well, if we're talking about, I can't believe this is what the Browns are doing with Joe Flacco and DTR and PJ Walker. Like, how are they not at five wins? Because of that defense. So, yeah. Well, that's the and answer. Joe Flacco coming in and, and Flacco look good. Their best Dang quarterback. It. I mean, in the twenties. Well, you gotta, I would have swore that this would be twelve to fourteen. Well, you yeah. got to beat them. They're com- they come to town, you got to beat them. We need them to lose out. All right. Hey, guys, are you ready to hit a home run this Christmas? we got a gift for your special someone. Pajama Graham's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So, so good that they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style, soft and silky, better than lingerie with a curved, caressing fit. The kicker, when you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a free naturally nude nighty. That's $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can a- even add gift packaging. So they'll wrap it for you. You get an extra lingerie. You get lingerie as well. All for one price. This is a great deal, guys. You're going to win Christmas. Hurry. Go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. And they sell out. Every year. That's naturally new pajamas at pajamagram.com.
ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molasses. Penguin goalie Peter Scudra says, hey, try not to shoot that puck up my pooper. I'll shoot the puck anywhere I want. And if that happens to be in your pooper, so be it. Hey, guys, Underdog Fantasy is the leader. They're my leader. They're your leader in the fantasy space. And the reason is very, very simple. They let you have fun watching games, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, hockey. They've got, they cover everything, right? They cover everything. And I've been using them now for three years. They're awesome. And they allow you to, you know, get into the game even more because they have this pick'em challenge. This pick'em game is where you pick between two and five players, and you take a look at the statistics they have in the pick'em, right? They put statistics out there, different types of statistics. Uh, For every player that they have on there, you can pick higher or lower for that statistic, for just one of them. Then you move on to your next player. You pick between two and five players, and if you win, uh, you are going to win multipliers of your play. Three times for two six times for three, ten times for four, and 20 times for five. I know this because I participate in Pick'em. It's great. And right now you can use promo code Lance when you sign up for your, your uh, first deposit. Go to the uh, App Store, download their app, Underdog Fantasy. Make your, your first deposit, and they will match up to $100 on that first deposit. And in the spirit of holidays, Underdog Fantasy is going to do daily promos over the site formerly known as Twitter. Follow at Underdog Fantasy and be on the lookout for ways that you can win a Nintendo Switch and many more. It's going to start on December 14th. It's the 12 days of social promos. So make sure that you are getting in here because they're going to start doing this in just a couple of days. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Conservative play call 800 gambler go to ncpgambling.org john and lance are coming to you live occasional invitational golf tournament live Live. at wildcat golf club after multiple attempts to birdie dell's third hole they've now moved on to groundskeeping and caddy duties for the remainder of the tournament it's John and Lance. What did you say? What you say? We're not doing the Dells. You weren't even on air, and then you repeated it. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're not doing that. Please stop doing that. Please, please stop doing that. Please stop saying we're going to do that to Dell. Um, 713-780-3776 if you want to get in here with us on ESPN. Hey, uh, Roosh Williams, uh, who I follow on uh, Twitter, Roosh, a lot of great conversations about. He has some of the hard conversations a lot of Rocket fans don't like. A lot of fans think he's a hater or whatever. Um, but I, I think he brings up legitimate points. I think he's pretty well thought out with his basketball stuff. And he brought up Jalen Green. And he just thinks, you know, he's kind of made the decision that Jalen's not the guy at two guard. He's not the guy that people thought he was. Is it a little early for that? I don't know. It's a matter of opinion. Um, I still think Jalen can get better, but that doesn't mean that, that you know, Roosh might not be right, that he might not be the right two guard. The one thing I would point out, though, is, Van Vliet is a two-year guy. Dylan Brooks is a four-year guy who is kind of limited in what he offers you. Uh, Jeff Green, obviously, is an old player. Like, you have a pretty good thing going here relative to what we've seen over the last few years, of course. But Jalen Green is a piece of a core. Like, he's not an ancillary. It's Fred Van Vliet is a core player, but... For, for two years like you have to it's almost like he's a bridge he's a bridge veteran do you, do you start making decisions on Jalen Green because the point Roosh made up made is that he's getting close to coming up on an extension and yeah. that extension is going to pay him about 30 million is there anyone that wants to pay Jalen Green 30 million a year right now because you no. know you got to pay Shagoon he is a tough decision he, he is tough. he is a really really tough decision do you let the number two overall pick walk I mean, well, you deal him if you're going to do anything. He's yeah, like, but you don't let okay, him so who's going to? I mean, for what? He has value. He has value, he has but value. okay, what? Yeah, I don't know. I think you almost have to trade for the same position. I mean, or you can just say Cam. If you think Cam Whitmore is the answer, then I don't know. Maybe you trade him for a future draft pick and a legitimate big man who can play. Uh, you know, who maybe can give you minutes next to. Uh, Alperin and do some of the things that Alperin can't do. I don't know. That's a good question. You've got some replication at the on the wing. Um, are you going to get a future point? Do you get a combo one-two player who can play the one and the two? Uh, because Fred Van Vliet is not really a creator. 
in terms of off the dribble, beating people off the dribble. But actually, that's what Amen Thompson is. So that just slipped my head that Amen just made it back. So I don't know. I think Amen is your one two of the future. Uh, Jalen Green is. We'll two. see. I'm he's, not in a big hurry. He's got to, a lot to prove to. Yeah, him. I'm not in a big. Yeah, exactly. I'm not in a big hurry to trade Jalen, but. Once that number starts to come up on that extension, you are going to have to make a tough decision. Because in one sense, it doesn't make it necessarily harder to trade a player once they're under, once they're under a long-term contract because you know what you're dealing with. So it's not necessarily going to be like baseball or football. Um, but you do have to make contracts. Match. I, don't, I don't think that's a big deal. Maybe it would be easier, frankly, to trade Jalen after he does sign a contract as opposed to doesn't because you'd be concerned about maybe you'd be concerned about uh him leaving if you you know if you trade for him well, if you're a team. You've got him this year and next uh-huh. and he's a restricted free agent after that in twenty five. So You got him a year and a half. You still have time. You still have time. Yeah. They've already That's ex- why I don't think you have already to make exercise a their their options. Is there right. any, Do you need to make a decision now? No. I, I don't think you need the to issue is and we we know it'll become one because of his draft status, and there will be a belief, no matter how he plays, that he's going he's going to want the rookie max extension, and that yep. that becomes that's become that becomes a problem as soon as the Rockets show any hesitation to give it to him, it'll become a thing because yeah. all the all those guys expect that no matter what they've done, no matter if his if his impact is decreased by rotation or simply uh, other players other players taking taking a bigger lead on the team. So if, if, you're, if you're the Rockets, you use the year and a half and you hope. Um, you, you hope by the time it becomes a decision, he makes it easy for you one way or the other. Yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to be in a big hurry. I mean, unless something you thought was special came along. Let's get Gary in here once talk about Jalen Green. What's going on, Gary? Hey, what's up, guys? I, uh, I follow Roos as well. We actually interacted a little bit on this subject yesterday. And the idea of a rookie extension for Jalen Green, specifically a max, is ridiculous at this point. Um, he's just not shown that, like, he's an NBA impact player. I think he's like a borderline starter, but you don't give borderline starters, like, $30 million contracts. Oh, you shouldn't. Let me say that. The other thing is, for anybody who's unfamiliar with the NBA draft, like, just go Google the NBA draft and just look at the, the first 10 picks over, like, the last five years. Like 70% of them are washouts. So I'm not saying yeah. that he's a washout, but it would not be unusual if a, if a high draft pick in the NBA didn't work out. It would actually be more likely than not. So it's not crazy to think that Jalen Green, like we should all be concerned and still have hope, but at this point we should certainly be concerned. So you better watch yourself because every time I talk like that and I was talking about Jalen in the offseason and how the team was looking at him and, and the team talked about how he has to get be better – I mean, I, I'm just a hater. You're certified. And if, yeah, if, yeah. I've always said that about yeah, you. Yeah, that. I'm a hater. So that. watch yourself, Gary, because you're, the hate, because you're a hater right now. If you don't love Jalen Green, because <clears throat> Jalen could put 30 on you, you know, about four or five times a season. And no. Then, or more, well, well, I mean, well, just as a rookie, did like seven games in a row. He's got it in him. Well, okay. That was on a losing team and the Jeff Van Gundy corollary of even somebody's, got somebody's score. scoring on a terrible team. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is more. Is listen, of, I'm okay. Do you, I, I don't think Jalen's playing poorly. No. I mean, he has his stinkers. I still think that Jalen Green is learning how to play. Yeah. I mean, I I wish I could hurry the process up. I don't. When you haven't played college ball, I don't think. The and process what's can good be is up. having Ime Odoka. You got him with yeah. Ime for two years because Ime's gonna, and you find out Ime's going to keep it real with you. Yes. I mean, if you need to sit down, you're going to sit. Well, down. Well, he's already sat a fourth quarter uh, oh, this yeah. season. So is Jabari Smith. Yes. Like Ime does not care. So I think that's good for Jalen. I yeah. think Jalen needs that. Now, Roosh may still be right. Jalen may not be the right guy for the team moving forward, but he may be. And what we may find is that he hits, you know, he hits another gear. I tell you what's going to be interesting. They came in in the same year. Shingun is getting all this love. Jalen got all the love initially. Now it's Shingun. And Shingun's talking about, I'm play, I work harder. Defense is important to me now. This is like it was in Turkey when it was a, it's a job that you take seriously. You, you know, something's clicked with Shingun where he is, is growing up and his game is maturing. There's a chance that Jalen Green, now maybe not, but if Jalen is a competitive player, there's a chance that he sees all this and says, hey, wait a minute. I, I want to be that too. We saw him working with Fred Van Vliet. I don't think it was 
that Jalen didn't work in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen just is still learning to become emotionally intelligent. So how many how many 30-point games does Jalen have this year? Oh, this year? I'd say one. One. Yeah. See, this is more what Jalen – the 30-point the, the games that he sh- scored with Steven Silas – when he just went, Olay, give me the ball, I'm going to go up and shoot, and I'm going to score. This is team basketball, and this is more of what Jalen Green is going to be for this basketball for, team. What you brought up about Shingoon is great, but the game within the game is when the Rockets are wholeheartedly giving Shingoon that money, and Jalen Green's looking at them saying, I know. I'm sitting here. That's a problem. And, and the likelihood, the benefit of having all those picks was you got a lot of shots to see if you could go find great players. But now you're going to give Shingun his money because you, we expect that trajectory to keep going up. You're going, to, you're not, and if you're you're not going to give Jalen Green that money, and you you kind of don't want to. How many guys are you looking to give that type of money to when you already have Dylan Brooks? You're going to have to make a decision on Fred Van Fleet if you're bringing him back too. It looks like from here you're looking at a trade. That seems like the more likely scenario. You're giving Shingun his money, and you're going to turn him into your cornerstone. Um, we can laugh at your baby Jokic stuff if we like, but they're probably going to center their team around yeah, him. They should. Uh, tell and, you this. And then, Shingu- and then, J- J- and then Jalen Green's not Jamal Murray, no. so they're not. They're probably going to have to deal him the way things are going. I'll tell you this: before I'm telling you, this offseason, this organization probably did not think that Alperen Shingun would be on the team. I just don't know how you, what do you watched. Mean? They did not think that I'm Alperen be honest Shingun. With you. So they thought they were going to a, deal a, him? A max player. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know how this, – this concerns me because what are they looking at? Like, now I don't know the personality, the work ethic, and all that stuff. And I'd heard he was very immature because he was like 19. He, he's turned a But corner. basketball yeah. – well, he it was flashed. it was a very easy no to me. Well, it was but he very but defensively easy he a was one, a hard get it. liability. It's hard to get, get money to and like that's that what they were they player. were looking at. But of course, Stephen Silas's defense, everybody was a liability. Did, but but offensively, he was special. Like I made a comment last year. I'm like, guys, he's more skilled. I watched Olajuwon from the time he came into University yeah. of Houston all the way through his Rockets career. I watched his first game when he was. You know, Akeem the dream, the jelly bean. In fairness, you can't. You, His skill they, level's incredible. Incredible, but you. In fairness, they they realized they saw Stephen Silas basketball for three years or four years, and they said, "You can't win when you, if you can't play any defense. If Shingun can't play defense, he is going to be alive. I don't care what his offensive skill well, set is. Well, what's being demanded of you? Well, now he's playing. He's actually playing well defensively. You either could they say you either coach it or you accept. Well, it. But, but they're playing team defense, right? And, he, and they could. And but, he, and they, but Silas didn't coach it. No, he you either didn't. coach it, which also means you. But LP's footwork was not good offensively. Was real, it was, but not defensively. It was awful. Uh, it, he to, couldn't switch off on guys. He could. He was, he was getting lazy. Toasted. To me, he was, toasted. he was lazy. I don't think it's a matter of could he do something. I don't think the effort was there. But, Defense and rebounding is no, purely I, about effort. I understand the viewpoint going into the year because you you have you don't want to base your team around a one way player. You're not going to win anything that way. And Jokic, obviously, your example, Jokic is a better team defender than people think, and he's a rim protector as well. But if if Alperen Goon is your best player, you don't want to throw max money at a guy who's a one way guy. No. And that's why what but this year t- what this year has become for him is something you can look at and go, okay, we see. But we it's see a simple. Vision. This is simple, right? You have two players. You got one of them, Shingun, and you got to have a second one. Is Jalen Green the second one? Because Fred Van Vliet short term. Well, what about Jabari Dylan is not being the second one? Yeah, but Jabari, do you get the fact? Do you get? Do you think Jabari is a number two on a team from a scoring and all that standpoint? We'll see. I think he's Robert Oriish, a better version of it. Tayshawn Prince, like, I think he's good. But who's your number two star? You got to have two stars. Yeah. They don't have one yet. They don't, they don't have, have a number. Jalen's yeah. probably not that guy. And Dell's right. If he's not going to be. You do probably move on. I'm t- I, and I, Smart team would. I, I don't think that that's beyond the realm of possibility with this team. They're not enamored with them like right. they were James Harden. This is they're not. It'll be interesting. Nobody, to see. no, is enamored with Most anyone as much as the Rockets have been with, with James, James Harden. Harden. Hey, uh, listen, we're at Wildcat Golf Club, and we are going to be here all day. So if you're looking for some place to co- come and eat. The Highlands is open. You can go and play up there. Go to the website and play here today. It's just beautiful. The course is in perfect shape. And we appreciate all the sponsors uh, here that have helped us out. 
One of our sponsors is Mark Klein. Next Friday, we're going to be at his place on Fountain View in Westheimer, and we want you to come on out there, and we want you to be part of our Christmas party. It is going to be so. It's always so much fun. Please, uh, we'll have the we'll have all the uh, uh, libations. We'll have food out there. Then we head over to Nick's place, and it's just going to be a great day. But now's the time to go eight three two three one six thirteen eighty eight eight three two three one six thirteen eighty eight and call Mark or text Mark and send him what picture of whatever jewelry that you want him to make and have it ready for you on the 22nd. He will. He does this every year for our listeners. You are going to love what he does for you. You are going to love the prices. The prices have never been better. They've got lab-grown diamonds now, which are real diamonds that are same color, weight, clarity. You can't tell the difference, and yet they're a fraction of the cost. This is what's happening every day at Klein's. And if you're looking for any kind of jewelry, it doesn't have to be diamonds, whatever jewelry you're looking for for her in this holiday season, Get to Kleinsjewelry.com or one of its two locations, Fountain View and Westheimer, or on Woodway and Woodway and Augusta, or call call him 832-316-1388. ESPN 97.5. You've chosen wisely. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Community Bank Studios at ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Occasional Invitational Golf Tournament. Live, live at Wildcat Golf Club. These three sellouts have left the PGA for the live. It's Granado, Zerline, and Odaleya. Yep. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Live at Wildcat Golf Club for our Occasional Invitational. Thank you to St. Arnold's. Thank you to Cypress Trail Hideout featuring Papa Charlie's Barbecue and Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage. They will be uh, the libations, the breakfast, and the lunch or the, the dinner uh, here at Wildcat Golf Club. And thanks to Wildcat Golf Club because uh, Elmer and Tim and everybody here sensational to us, and we love them. Nick does a great job putting together. If you have a tournament, this is the place to come. They've got uh, 36 championship holes. We're going to use just 18 of them today, so you've got a chance to come out and play. If you haven't uh, if you played the Highlands, come on. That's my, that's my favorite side up that Sorry, Lakes. But the, the Highlands is my favorite side. You're just going to have to live with it. Are you apologizing to something that doesn't have a brain? Yes. Okay. I am. Uh, because I, 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 do, I like the you lakes. You like the lakes. I, I, yes. Are I'm you, enamored uh, with the lakes. But do you, you know fear what? retribution from a golf course? Is that why you're apologizing? Like, maybe today I will. <laughs> maybe today it will bite back at okay, me. Okay, for all the, all the ship yeah. you're talking about yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's not going to be happy with me. Yes. All right. That's a possibility. So we got that going on right now. Um, so, so we talk about, about how fat Chaz McCormick is. Now, can you just say that that's a joke? Can you, because people who don't know are like, you know, I, I had to stop listening to that. I turn into the sports station and they're like calling Chaz fat. Can you tell people what the joke is? Well, Dusty brings him donuts and no, stuff. No, Dusty's not there and pudding. it wasn't donuts, it was, it was pudding. pudding. And, and, well, Chandler Rome. Said yes. that in his article noted, about why Chaz noted Astros playing, muckraker and Dusty hater, right? As people said, <laughs> said that uh, Dusty thought he was that Chaz was overweight. The Astros so, did. The Astros. Well, Dusty did, and Dusty yeah. doesn't put him in the lineup. Yeah, not enough. So, so he's fat Chaz now. So that you turned him into that. I didn't turn him into that. It's D- Dusty did, but all the Dusty, feeding. Who started calling him fat Chaz? I don't know, people. No. I don't know who the people they are. They didn't. We're those many, many, many people. Many people have called him Fat Chaz. <laughs> so anyway, no, they didn't. If you think he's fat, wait do you hear how fat. I don't fat, think he is. <laughs> wait do you hear how fat Stephen A. thinks. This is so out of pocket. <laughs> Zion Williamson is. Well, now, the, this is I'm, doubling down, right? Yes. This is doubling down. Stephen A. saw him at the in-season tournament in the semifinal against the Lakers. He was, he was disturbed by the belly he saw from Zion at the free throw line. He said when he took a deep breath in and he, bre- he breathed out, his belly jiggled. And that <laughs> struck Stephen A. as something not great for an NBA player. And um, he said, I wasn't going to talk about this until multiple outlets talked about how New Orleans was not happy with Zion. Then it was free reign for Stephen A. And he has not let up. Uh-uh. And he's done it more than once. More than once. This because we played one. one before. Yeah, this, yes. is, the this is another one. This is even – Zion one. must have shot back at him. <laughs> I don't know and how. Just, I, I, 
I don't know how he did, but Zion must have, or something must have got back to Stephen A. That Zion said something because now this is so personal. Stephen A. has really become petty, but this is mm-hmm. so personal for Stephen A. What he says here, I'm not saying things he's saying aren't. Look, New Orleans cooked. They're not. They gave a bunch of money to a guy who, best case scenario, has an eating. Uh, disorder. He has a an eating. Um, or he's just not interested in doing what it takes to be a yeah. But I think great he's. I think player. he's addicted to food. I mean, I think there's a very good chance he's. You people get addicted to sex, drugs, gambling, uh, technology, whatever. I think he's probably addicted to food. It's going to be hard, and but everyone sees the amount of money and like he's done it before. You know, he's gotten in shape before, and. Now he's got this much money, and it's like, yeah. would you I rather mean, have him be addicted to food or just be lazy? Because that's the other possibility. He's just I, lazy. I'd well, have, I, well, I think you well, could you have think both. There's a combination of this. I think the Venn diagram probably yeah. almost overlaps. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, uh, let's hear the, the latest diatribe on Stephen, Stephen A. on Zion Williamson. It is shameful. You got chefs in New Orleans. I'm not exaggerating. I'm quoting people. You got chefs in New Orleans who love him. They're looking for him. Everybody, every chef there wants to meet him because they know he'll show up to their restaurant. The, the, The word out on Zion Williamson is that he'll eat the table. I'm quoting. He'll eat the table. What in the hell is going on with Zion Williamson? If Zion Williamson. I think we lost it. Hmm. Oh, that really? was the end of it? Oh, because oh. I thought I sent you one where he talks about... Um, yeah, you might yeah. want to pull that one up that, that Dell sent. That was the one you played a couple days ago. Yeah, right. I put one on the oh, rundown. No. I thought you wanted the new one. No. I, there's some confusion. The new one is straight from like ESPN. Huh. And he calls them fat, out of shape, and on focus. I have it on the... It's a YouTube clip okay. on the rundown. Okay, I'll add that one. We'll get to that. Yeah, it was that one was the... I feel like... The, yeah, he has talked about him at the buffet table a couple times. Yeah, that's the one we, we played. We just played. But there is a new one that Sean will play where it's about a minute 43 or a minute 40, whatever it is. And uh, he goes in on Zion some more. So we'll get that. <sighs> Calling him addicted to food kind of lets him off the hook. We, I don't know what, what his issue is. But, but I don't get the sense that New Orleans thinks he's addicted to food and he has a problem. They, I think they get the sense that he's just lazy. He doesn't care enough. And he has a body type that will balloon if he's not – well, that's he's true. Not actively locked Probably in. that's all true, and and that's why when you get to that point where you had to give Zion after all these games he missed, you had to make a decision on Zion Williamson, and you gave him that that deal. You were done because if any of those things were true that you talked about, Dell, especially if the one where he didn't care as much, then you were going to make it worse with the giant safety net. Once you give somebody a safety net, their problems will, will become exacerbated because now they have the financial means. They ha- they are set for their lives. They have Zion is set for Bleep you money. Yeah. Bleep you money is, hey, and, yeah, you owe me. Okay. Yeah, and Zion appeared. It felt like Zion thought that the first check was bleep you money. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, but you know contract. what? What do you do? What do you do? You can't give up. You can't give up on them. No, you have to think about the top two picks in that you, draft. That's how you ended up giving them that contract because you said you can't give. Somehow up. Zion is the least. He has the least issues of the top two picks. Because <laughs> John got drafted right behind him, <laughs> dude. That was coming off looking like a, a, a generational draft. one-two, yeah. and now it's like. So by the way, the Rockets very got, problematic. The Rockets got Memphis tonight and Memphis on Friday. He doesn't come back until December nineteenth. Ja, ja, Morant. ja yeah. does. Yeah. So we miss Ja, yep. which is I get a good thing. You want to win, right? Yeah. And I want to keep my players safe. Yes. <laughs> okay. You think if somebody gets lippy with Ja, I just, even still, like I said, his boys are his, lingering. I don't know who's going to have us. You better stop talking. I just said I want to keep my Rockets safe. You I'm enjoying this season. No, you're self-safe. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about Jabari Smith. Be. Maybe you I'm should. worried about Dylan I'm, Brooks. Dylan, I'm worried oh, well, about that I oh, might actually, catch some, some crossfire here. Well, here's might. Before we get I have to worry about that I may catch I, a stray from one of your comments. What that, comments? You're the one talking about Jaw. You, you both put each other in danger. Before we, I am the one who should be worried. Before we go to break, here's the full Stephen A., which is what he did yesterday, talking about Zion. Now juxtapose that to Zion Williamson, who looked fat, out of shape, unfocused, lethargic, and blasé. 
You're about 15 years or more younger than LeBron James. He's in his 21st season. Zion Williamson has missed 63% of his games. And he hasn't even completed his fifth year in the NBA yet. That's how pathetic it's been. And this kid is a superstar potential kind of talent. His affliction is food. He can't stop eating. How would I know this? Could it be because chefs in New Orleans love him? That's what I've heard. That could be one reason. Could it be that New Orleans is one of the best cities in America, if not the best city in America when it comes to restaurants and food? Sure. But the ultimate evidence was his belly. I watched this man walk to the free throw line and I saw his belly bounce. Now, maybe there's something wrong with my eyes, but there's no excuse for an NBA player, professional athlete on a basketball team to be having his stomach bouncing. There's no excuse for that. Something's got to give. And I hope it's Zion giving more in effort and less chewing. Somebody needs to say it. So damn it, I'm going to say it. Less chewing. I mean, all that's right. one of the biggest <laughs> roasts of all. To you, say more effort and less <laughs> chewing. Uh, oh, that's, can that's you just send a, me no, that? No, 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 no. You insulted him a little bit. A lot of bit. Wait a minute. Email gotta, that one to you me, gotta please. You've got to keep that. More effort <laughs> less, and less chewing. Can you okay. email that to me? I need to send it to a couple NFL guys. Anytime we talk about chess. Anytime we talk about chess. You've got to talk about Maestro DeBell. Let's talk about Maestro DeBell. More effort, more drinking, and less chewing. That's what you could be doing. That's what, uh, man, that's what Maestro Dobell is all about. And uh, I'm going to take a look back there behind the bar. Oh, no, we need to add it here. I don't see it back there. Look, a lot of people are, um, there's restaurants and, and bars are adding the Maestro Dobell by the day. Uh, it's becoming more and more popular in, in this country. It's big in Mexico. And the reason is simple. It's the craftsmanship. It tastes delicious. It's a, I mean, it's a really, really good tequila. Um, it is made with uh, the best ingredients. And the process they use, they never shortcut the process. The aging is always on, on point. And what you find is that every time you sip a different type of tequila, they have Reposado, the silver, smoked silver, Añejo, Cristalino, which is a category they invented. Um, you're going to taste unbelievable flavor profile and just a hint of sweetness at the back end. Never a burn, always outstanding for sipping, but, of course, great for uh, if you are looking to make a different type of cocktail that really has a high-end finish to it. So make sure that you check out my friends at Maestro Bell. Get a bottle this holiday season. Give it for a gift if you like, but make sure that you try it and put it on your shelf because you're going to find a premium spirit at an affordable price. It's Maestro Bell. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. How much weight do you think I could bench press? Just make a guess. Ballpark figure. 